In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Ben Arbor City Commissioners have taken the first step toward a $20 million sewer project. They heard from Elaine Vedeba of civil engineering firm Fleissen Vandenbrink about the need to replace and repair infrastructure throughout the community. Many of the oldest part of town, the downtown area and surrounding, have sewers that were built in 1909 or thereabouts. And pipes in the ground do last a long time. They last anywhere from 75 to 100 years. But you're definitely in the oldest sections of town beyond that or button up against that in many of them. Benema says a 2017 survey determined around 60% of the city's wastewater infrastructure Structure is beyond its useful life. Says the city would be seeking funding through the state drinking water revolving fund to get all the work done. It's likely much of the twenty million dollars needed will come from the form of a grant or a forgivable loan. However, she says the city has to apply first to find out. Ordinances will be changing in South Haven regarding houseboats and floating homes after action by the city council. They voted in January 2022 to form an ad hoc committee on the issue. It received a report last night. Assistant City Manager Griffin Graham says there were five policy suggestions to consider. First recommendation um, was to incorporate definitions for houseboat floating home and floating commercial structure into the zoning ordinance. Ordinance uh, Presently, these, these definitions don't exist in the zoning ordinance, and this committee um, spent a lot of time kind of working through the nuance of these, of these different things. Other recommendations included updating the definition of a marina in the zoning ordinance, reviewing the short-term rental ordinance to possibly include the boats. Mayor Scott Smith had this to say about it. I definitely feel like this is something we should try to rein in and get ahead of. I mean, I think it's a rather slippery slope. I, we, I, I want to make sure we keep boats in our marinas and not a you know, whole bunch of floating homes, so I guess I would rather be ahead of it. That would be my thought. The boat was 6-2 to two to move forward. Bronson Healthcare is no longer requiring masks for staff and visitors. Andrew Green has a story. The change takes effect today. Bronson announced last week the mask rule will be going away, although those who exhibit symptoms of respiratory or infectious illness will still be asked to mask up, and the mask rule will remain in place for Bronson Commons, a nursing home. Otherwise, masks will be optional at all Bronson properties, whether in South Haven or Kalamazoo. Last week, Corwell Health also dropped its mask requirement. Andrew Green, WSJM News. Our 90th Miss Blossom Time is Miss Spirit of Blossom Time, Lauren. Lauren Vector of Stevensville crowned the queen during the 2023 Miss Blossom Time pageant last night at Lake Michigan College's Mental Center. Here's what she had to say after she won. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I've been dreaming about this since I was five years old. This is crazy to be Miss Blossom Time. Thank you so much to the judges for giving me this opportunity and thank you to my friends and family for giving me support today and throughout this journey. And thank you to my sisters. You guys are all amazing and you all did wonderful and I'm so excited for our year together. Joining her on this year's court, first runner-up Miss Bridgman, Javen Graves, second runner-up Miss St. Joseph, Olivia Ippel, and Miss Congeniality, Miss Berrien Springs, Linda Klein. Indiana Michigan Power is recognizing National Line Worker Appreciation Day today. Spokesman Tracy Warner tells us INM's line workers are dedicated to keeping the lights on for customers, even when it means they have to work 16-hour days in rough weather. Sometimes the weather hasn't stopped while the restoration work begins, so they are working in all sorts of elements. They, they still may have wind. It can be a potentially dangerous job, not only because of the electrical lines, but if you know if there's a lot of ice on the roads, then you know there's always the possibility of that causing a problem as well. Warner says INM line workers maintain more than 20,000 miles of distribution lines in the areas the company serves. 
It's more than 4,500 square miles across 24 Indiana and six Michigan counties. This year marks the 10th annual National Line Workers Appreciation Day. It was established in 2013 by Congress to honor the thousands of men and women who often work in hazardous conditions to ensure the reliable delivery of electricity. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.